0: In this episode, we're going to do part three of our everyday carry series that I have done every few months. In the first one, we talked about some different things that spies and espionage people do that have translated to regular life that people are now picking up on that are some old school methods as well as in part two, talking about some other tips and trips and things you can do. In this one, based on a question I was asked, looking at what we did with go bags, we're going to talk about, I want to do everyday carry. I know I carry some stuff now. I don't know what I should be carrying. I don't know how to figure it out. I don't even know what I got. So what are some tips you have for me on how to figure this stuff out and adjustments I can make to what I already have to protect my privacy, my safety, and to only lose things that I can afford to lose? So Everyday Carry Part 3, some things I think about and how I've done things over the years that might help you. That's what we're going to talk about right here on Gray Man: Hiding in Plain Sight. Well, the first tip, it's not really a tip, it's just to let you know you're already doing it. Every day carries simply the things we're carrying consistently every day. But don't think of it like Monday through Sunday because that almost makes it sound like there's things that don't count because there's things if you have a job Monday through Friday you carry, you're probably not carrying on the weekends. Think of it as things I'm carrying or want to be carrying all the time for every day I do something. And to keep it simple, we'll look at things that we're doing daily or on a weekly basis. Although you can, of course, expand this to anything you want. And to start with, let's look at things we do daily and weekly, regularly. So I'll say this is me. It's obviously not, but like I'm a fictitious person. We'll say I have a job Monday through Friday. That counts. That's one list. That's something I do just about every day. We'll say every week I go to church on Sundays. That's another trip. Another thing is that I have a gym I go to. We'll say I go to the gym three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, because I'm halfway motivated, which is, you're probably not halfway motivated. I'm just throwing it out there because somebody's going to be like, you're not even trying. I would start by writing down those three categories. And I would take a look at essential items. What are essential items? Well, you can watch any video you want on YouTube. And if you're still listening, I want to point out, I'm not going to be talking about things like knives and fire starting stuff and survival items and IFACs and guns and all that stuff. There's plenty of information out there for you to do this. I'm looking at things that we don't normally think about, things we can change and do better for our own privacy and safety, things we want to keep, things we don't want to lose, things we can afford to lose that tend to apply to more people more times or more often than more specialized or isolated situations. Because, hey, I like to go camping, but I definitely don't carry the same stuff camping as I do when I go to the grocery store. So, what are the essential items? Essential items actually are a list that's probably already started into a great deal, complete even. They're things you already know that you take. So, we got these three categories. Let's say in all three categories, we know we drive to get to these places. So what are some things we're carrying? Well, we'll say when I go to work, I'm carrying my wallet, which contains a whole lot of things, which I'll throw out there, especially for men, but this is true for women's purses too. If you don't actually know off the top of your head every single thing that's in there, you should probably dump it out and go through it and find out. Not saying there's too much stuff in there, but if you were to lose that wallet, you might lose things you don't realize you had that could come back to bite you. You might have one more credit card in there than you realize and then come to find out, you didn't know it was in there. Your wallet got taken. And then when you get some late charges and your credit score drops, you realize, oh crap, I forgot about that Discover card. So definitely do that. But let's say, so I have the wallet and I know I take my wallet when I go to the church and when I go to work. But when I go to the gym, I don't like to take my own wallet. I don't like to take the whole thing because of the type of clothes you wear. You don't like to carry a lot of stuff in there, but what do you take out of your wallet? Well, you know, I take my driver's license and I take my access card for the gym, we'll say. And you usually put those in a pocket. Okay, so we got those items. And then let's say there's some other items that we take. For example, we always take our keys. And I've got keys, like a lot of people, I have five, six, seven keys. It's not too bulky when I go to work or go to church, but it's a little bulky when I go to the gym. So maybe I want to make an adjustment there. And just looking at those two items, because there's many more we can add onto this list that we're taking some places and taking not other. We know these are our EDC essential items we have to have or really, really need to have in order to do things. You might have an ID card for work you don't carry anywhere else. So some things we're looking at with these items is we're looking at things like, are we carrying too much? Are we not carrying enough? And what redundancies do we have in place or things you should think about? But when we look at what we can lose... Think about it like gambling, assuming you've been to a casino and you're not addicted to it. When I do go gamble, one of the things I do is I treat it like entertainment. I know if I go to a movie for entertainment, it's going to cost me probably 20 bucks these days, assuming I don't buy anything else there or I sneak some candy in. I know if I go to dinner, I'm going to pay a certain amount of money. I know if I go and have a couple drinks with friends, I'm going to pay a certain amount of money. It's entertainment. It's something I'm doing socially. So when I go gambling, I know I'm going to spend a certain amount of money because it requires money. But I go there knowing I can lose. So I don't go there gambling all this extra stuff I don't have trying to win big. I just go there with a certain budget in mind of what I'm going to spend. Same idea when you go to a restaurant. You know, it's nice to go to a restaurant by yourself, get that big steak dinner and a glass of wine. But if you got four kids going with you, it's probably not going to happen unless you got a lot of money and you have limitations. Basically, what you're willing to spend or lose in order to have a good time. What I'm saying is think about these items you're carrying. If I lost them, how bad does it hurt me? So going back to these keys, you don't have any problem carrying, you know, six, seven keys on a key and going to work or going to church. It never leaves your pocket. It doesn't bother you, but it bothers you at the gym because of the clothes you're wearing. You don't like leaving in a storage locker or you could leave in a locker, but you, you know, you don't really trust everybody there, but it's uncomfortable and you've made risky decisions like putting it in the locker or leaving all of it in the car, minus one key. Well, simple thing you can do is figure out how to separate those objects. One thing you can do is like me. I use a tool called a key bar, which is basically looks like a pocket knife, but it's built to put uh, keys in there that come out like a pocket knife. And separate from that, I have my car key. So that if I go to a place where I need all those keys, but I don't need them while I'm out doing things, I can leave those in my vehicle and just take in the car key. You can also get those quick disconnects. Or let's go back to the wallet situation. In the wallet situation, I don't want to take all that stuff to the gym. And I typically only take my ID card and say my access card for there. And then I like to have maybe 20 bucks if the smoothie bar is open. So I want to get my, you know, green grass thing or whatever I'm drinking that day. Well, that's fine too. And sometimes you don't always like carrying that in your pocket or you don't like people seeing it. Or you're concerned about the fact that you're working hard You're wearing tight clothes, you're sweating a lot, and you don't want to damage some of those items or you don't want to wear them down too quickly. No problem. What could you do? You could get one of those lanyards you wear around your neck that has a little ID card pouch. You know, that's another option. You know, looking at money. So I carry my wallet, and let's say in my wallet, I don't typically carry cash. That's not uncommon. But I like to have five bucks when I go to church to throw it in the offering plate. No problem. Take that five bucks with you. But if that's an isolated situation, one privacy thing is, do I want to take my wallet out in front of a bunch of people? I'm not saying you need to worry about them in church, but we apply these principles because of places where we might do this. So looking back at previous things I said is we can separate these items. You can still carry that whole wallet on you, but maybe you just take that $5 instead of putting it in your wallet, or let's say it's always in your wallet, you pull it out and you put it in another pocket, or you put it in a shirt pocket, somewhere easy to access. And when the offering plate goes by, you just pull out your 5 bucks, stick it in there, you don't have to worry about pulling out your whole wallet and accidentally dropping it, although unlikely, or everybody's seeing it or seeing how fat your wallet is, or being that guy that opens a wallet, likes to carry cash and is flipping through 30 bills in there that are large bills, trying to find that one $5 bill. So you're not drawing attention to yourself because it doesn't necessarily mean in this situation with a church, somebody's going to come steal your money, but people start to notice things. People pick up on things, people where you carry a lot of money doesn't mean they're bad, but it's a way that you've drawn attention to yourself. We're trying not to do that. So when you go over these things, make a list. If you're trying to do this or trying to figure out what you're carrying or trying to figure out what's important, do a couple things. Start with the wallet, purse, or whatever item like that you carry just about everywhere you go. Dump that thing out and find out what's in there and make sure you know. So you know if there's something you put in there you forgot or something you didn't want to keep in there all the time or something you realize, I only need this every once in a while. And in the future, instead of jamming in here and forgetting about it, it'll be that, like that $5 bill I'll just stick in my front pocket so that later when I get home... And I'm taking my clothes off at night and I pull that out. I realize, ah, I need to put this back in the safe or wherever I keep it in my little, you know, my little tray on my dresser or whatever. The other thing is to at least start with the things we're doing at least once a week or more. However many items there are, like in the case I used work, the gym and church. And figure out the things that you take no matter how innocuous. Now you can go as far as putting clothing on there. I don't necessarily do that myself. I don't think too many people do. But thinking about your clothing could tell you other things like right now in Arizona where I'm at in the southeast, it's getting colder. I have to start thinking about things like I'm wearing beanie hats more often. Eventually, I'm going to be using gloves when I'm driving. Things that are accessory items of clothing that I don't typically always wear. Like I'm always wearing socks of some type and I pick the socks based on whatever outfit, the weather and all that stuff. But what are other things I want? Maybe you're not a guy like me that leaves gloves in your car year round. Maybe you're just like, oh, here's my winter stuff. And in my winter stuff, I'm going to have those gloves I like to drive with. So I'm going to go throw those in the car. In the same way, we discovered that while we have these essentials, basically a mostly started, if not complete list of things we need all the time, like the car keys, like the driver's license, like the gym pass when we're going to the gym, or maybe some form of currency to spend money Then you're going to have these other items that are more specialized, as I call them. There's no real official name for them, but things like those gloves, things that are, say, seasonal or things that are extra to a specific event. I mentioned in a previous podcast about going to, I think, a fair or festival or something with the family and things you would take just for that one thing that you don't necessarily need all the time, like the camp chair and the cooler binoculars or whatever you're doing. Part of the reasons we do this, one is to make sure we have everything we need, best of our ability, make sure that we don't forget it, make sure aware of everything we're already carrying on us, like in that packed wallet, because we haven't checked it in, you know, some cases years. It helps us for those who like to have checklists or lists or to-do lists, write things down to know exactly what we have in there all the time, or to make sure we don't forget something for the specific situation which is actually something people are trained to do in places like the military and intelligence community to a certain degree in training to ensure that we have all these things. Now from there, it starts to get crazy depending on how much you're into this, what videos you watch and all this stuff where people are gonna tell you the essential items you need to carry, things you should have on you all the time. They're good ideas worth looking into, but that doesn't mean it applies to you. I mean, for example, the number one EDC item you ask anybody is always something self-defense related, typically a firearm, but if you're a person out there You don't own a firearm. You don't like carrying firearms. Maybe you don't like guns and the fact that people carry them at all. Obviously, that part of the article isn't going to pertain to you because you're like, I don't think that's essential. I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't like it. No problem. There's going to be items like that. But this is why we start just like we did with the go bags, where with the go bags, we discuss what's the purpose of it, what am I using it for, and how to build it. Now we're just starting with looking at things that we're carrying all the time. And I'm talking about items on our person and our clothing. I'm not talking about extra bags. The only extra bag I would consider is a purse because I equate a purse a woman carries every day to when a man carries a wallet. But beyond that, that's more of a go bag conversation. I'm looking at things we're carrying on us all the time that even in a purse is treated like a wallet, where if we walk in a grocery store, the woman takes her purse just like the man takes her wallet. That doesn't mean she's carrying a backpack of a go bag. Then once you have that down where it starts to get crazy when looking at these other lists, like I was starting to say is, you might start wondering, well, everybody seems to think this same thing. Does that apply to me? You kind of got to figure that out. You know. You don't have to have an IFAC with medical trauma items and probably should be careful with those. If you don't know how to use them, you definitely need to get the training, but maybe you want to carry a basic first aid kit, which you can just simply buy or build yourself. Does that mean you need to carry it on your person all the time? That's a decision you have to make. But in my description, I was driving a car everywhere. If I think possible basic first aid supplies are necessary I could just get a simple first aid kit and throw it under the seat of my car or store it somewhere in there where I have easy access to it so that I can get it not that many people carry trauma items but a lot of people carry first aid stuff and maybe a person says I don't think I need to carry band-aids and you know, on me all the time then don't I mean what's the odds you're going to need those in the gym it can happen I'm not saying it can't and places like that typically have some first aid supplies But maybe something comes up where you're going to church this Sunday with your kids and it's fathers going with their kids out in the little kids' church group and they're going outside and they're going to do a nature hike and look at flowers and bugs and birds and be walking around the woods. And you go, yeah, you know, a bunch of little kids. I'll take a few Band-Aids because something's probably going to happen. Now it makes sense. And you just add that little item in. I say this because... If you go search the term for EDC everyday carry and you watch five YouTube videos or read five articles, you're going to find a lot of similarities, but all of a sudden this becomes a lot of stuff. It can become a lot of stuff real fast. And the thing is about what's practical for you and your situation. That's why I said, start with figuring out what are the things I'm already doing? Because you realize there are things you're already doing that are second nature. You're taking with you all the time. It's no different if somebody wears contacts and glasses and switches in between the two. If you're switching in between the two, that might be an EDC item. You might be like, I wear contacts in this situation, but I wear glasses in this situation. You know, like me, when I wore both, I wore glasses at work a lot in the Army, especially when I was in the infantry because the type of work I was doing, it was much better and safer for me. But when I went to the gym, I wore contacts. And when I did PT, I wore contacts. Why? Because when you're sweating, glasses aren't fun on your face. So I switched those up. The other thing is to point out is let's say you're carrying identification and some form of currency everywhere you go. That doesn't mean it has to be the same thing. That's why I said, you know, you carry a wallet to church, you carry a wallet to work, but that's not what you want to carry when you go to the gym. You've decided I just want to have, you know, my smoothie money and my ID. Fine, take it out of there. Find a different way to carry it like that lanyard if you want to or just stick it in your pocket. Or let's say you like to have something on you you can drink all the time. Okay, so I go to work Monday through Friday. Like a lot of guys, what I did is I had my little travel coffee mug. I was drinking coffee at the house. I filled it up. That was my drink going to work because work for me was minutes away. I was okay with that. And then when I went to the gym, I carried about a quart, 32 ounces of water to drink while I was at the gym. Okay, got plenty of fluids. And then church will say, I don't carry anything. But wait a second, you said you want to have something to drink. Well, the situation might mean that it's in the morning. I'm eating breakfast with the family. I'm drinking my coffee or whatever I'm drinking. I drive to church. Church happens to be 10 minutes away, and they have a coffee bar there. Or they have a little store where they sell bottles of water. Or I know we're having you know a potluck that day, whatever it is. Doesn't mean that you have to carry the same exact thing all the time. Or that you have to carry all the same things in general, even if they're different, that you would in other situations. I'm pointing all this out because it is so easy to get overwhelmed, and it's figuring out what you want to do. But let's go back to a topic without talking about guns, but let's say self-defense items, because that's become more important these days, especially in some situations, locations, where certain violent activities... Even things like muggings or attacks or somebody's trying to steal your car. Things like that are somewhat more realistic now and can't happen. But you're not a person who wants to carry something with lethal force. There's non-lethal items and you can get training for them. You just have to think about what it is and how you want to carry it. So let's say you don't like lethal items, but you want to carry some sort of non-lethal items. Well, common one is things like mace or pepper spray. Of course, you need to keep things into account. I think I mentioned this before. Do you live in a windy city? Probably don't want that because it could blow back in your face, but that's okay. You just get, say, the pepper gel. It's going to stick to them, leave discoloration on them and screw them all up and give you time to get out of there to call the police or whoever to get assistance. That's the same idea as saying I'm not the kind of person that is going to carry, say, a tourniquet and a pressure dressing and a decompression needle because currently I don't know how to use it and I need to get that training, but I am going to carry basic first aid supplies. Now, it's not to say you can't carry items like a tourniquet. I think a lot of people should have them at least readily available, and you should know how to use them in this day and age. It's just my opinion. But there's a difference between having something you don't know how to use in case there's somebody else there that can use it, and you having it and trying to do it when you don't know what you're doing, because that can end up in getting somebody hurt. So the point is to say, looking at all three of the podcasts I've done on Everyday Carry, we have certain things to consider. One is... Multiple forms or redundancies for the things we're doing. So, depending on which podcast you've heard in the past or if you haven't listened to any of those yet, we talk about things like whether or not we want cash, whether or not we want our credit cards, whether or not we want prepaid credit cards, how we carry them, the ways we use them that are forms of redundancy, and only taking the ones we necessarily need with a backup and not necessarily having all of them all the time. There's not a lot of people that carry change around anymore, but then there's situations where you need change, like say a Paper use washing machine that takes quarters. We've also looked at different ways to carry these items. Everything from how many bills and types of bills to store them to hide them in the soles of your shoes, or in this situation I use today where I only have that money for the smoothie machine that I carry in a lanyard around my neck with my pass to get into the gym. Different places we carry things in order to have them available, whether we're hiding them, whether it's just a backup that we're going to remember when something's serious or maybe it's just as simple as the wallet where I'm not worried about anybody attacking me or stealing my stuff, but it probably is better to just pull out that $5 bill instead of pulling out my whole wallet and showing the world what I got, which just gets people to draw attention to me. Cause remember the whole thing about privacy and security, which is really what the gray man thinks about, because we were talking about spies committing espionage that don't want to draw attention to themselves at all. They wouldn't do things like that because then somebody sees it they've drawn attention even if it's a few seconds that can't come back to bite you later the other thing is to remember is just like anything there's a difference between what another guy has or thinks you need and what you really need and that takes time and experience to figure it out trial and error doesn't take forever maybe there's things a person carries on their body that you don't carry on your body but you carry it in a bag in your vehicle because that works better for you or vice versa Something else, though, to consider that we haven't talked about that will make sense when I say it, if you haven't thought about yourself, is no matter who you are or what you're doing, if you're trying to figure out what kind of stuff you should have, talk to somebody else that's already doing it. You know, I was talking to a guy recently likes to go camping, doesn't do it as much as he wants to because he doesn't know what all kind of stuff he needs and he hasn't had too many experiences and people are always there helping him, but he hasn't really learned anything. So I gave him some advice and thoughts based on questions he had. I mean, think about it like this. Let's say you're an associate at a law firm. You're brand new there. You've got out of law school, and you end up working with one of the, say, senior associates who's been doing this job for 20 years, and you both carry like a briefcase or some sort of attache case, going around talking to clients, taking depositions. You're doing all these things, right? oh, one of the things you could say is, hey, I noticed that you carry this on you. Should Is that something I should be thinking about? I mean, why, why do you have that? And they might tell you. you know, They might tell you something you didn't think about. They might say, you know what you should have? You should have a couple of really cheap, crappy big pens in there all the time. And you're like, really? Why would I do that? Well, you go to these places and people need to sign stuff or somebody needs a pen to take notes and they weren't prepared for it, especially if it's, say, in the courtroom or wherever. You might forget that. They might walk off with it no big deal if it's that you know two cent big pen, but it's gonna suck if it's that $100 fountain pen. And you're like, oh, that's a good idea. That's why we ask people that are doing similar things that we're doing. It's just like, you know, if you're a new mother and you get a diaper bag and you read all the books and you get all the classes and you got your new kid, but still one of the things to consider is watching videos or talking to people who've had kids and say, hey, you got three kids. What are some things you were taken in there that you wish you knew the first time around or what are you taking more of or less of and they'll tell you what worked for them no matter how they communicated like well this is what worked for me or they say oh you absolutely need this you just get some tips and figure out which works best for you that cuts down on trial and error it's just another way to use somebody that's an expert or very familiar with what you're doing biggest things i would think of start thinking about how you're carrying these items as i said before thinking about If I carry a bunch of things in one place, what is a realistic possibility in the situation where I'm going, where either, say, in the wallet example, I'm drawing attention to myself, or how often am I accessing it to where I could lose it, and then I lose all this stuff, which is why, going back to, say, gambling, if I go to gamble at a casino, I don't take my whole wallet in. I take in the card I need to buy food, And I usually ever show up with cash, but I can still get cash with that. And I carry the cash separately from that card just because if I'm pulling things in and out, I don't want to accidentally drop one and then lose it in a place like that. Things to think about, which goes to privacy and whether or not we're going to lose something. Another thing we think about is we look at the things we're already carrying because as we're doing that, we might realize or remember something that we wish we were taking all the time that we forgot all the time because it's not in our regular habit. So let's say you're the person that does contacts and glasses, and you're like, you know, crazy thing. I wear contacts most of the time. I always have the little eye drops, the fluid, the little kit to keep them clean. I actually have some on my desk at work, and I take my glasses. But, man, I tell you what, I always forget to have cleaning wipes or a good microfiber wrap with my glasses, and I'm using my shirt all the time, and I hate that. While you're going through this process, you remember it. Since you're doing everything right now making this list, then you go grab that item you need and add it to your little pile of stuff. And you're like, finally. I'm not going to forget this anymore. And really all we're doing is thinking about comparing it to a special situation. We're going on a family trip. We're going on vacation. We're going to grandma's house. Think something big, something where you really got to sit down and put some thought into making sure you have ABC, probably double A, double B, triple lists of everything you possibly need on a trip. We're taking that same principle and applying it to things we're doing every day, even though we're already doing it just to make sure that we don't have too many extra things in a place we didn't necessarily want or if we lose, we're aware that they're there, just to make sure if there's some extra other things that we wanted to add to it, that we got that and we can start fresh on this process, just to make sure that we're aware of everything we had and that they're good and going through our wallet going, oh my God, I have this backup credit card. They never sent me a new one and it expired two months ago. Might be a handy piece of information. So while the process may or may not sound simple, I will simply tell you the way I'm describing it similar to the go bags is taking what you have, making sure you know exactly what's there, adding in any of those things you just wish you had or been forgetting and adding it to wherever you put that stuff so you have it all the time, making sure we know where everything is, looking at any minor things we can add in there to make adjustments like saying Yeah, maybe that lanyard thing is a good idea, or maybe I just go to some store and get some cheap little type of wallet that I can carry a couple items in when I go to the gym. Or maybe I'm going to go ahead and get one of those quick disconnects for my key ring. Or let's say you're the type of person that likes to drink coffee and takes it everywhere, but man, you've had a couple of bad weeks because there's been times you've taken that coffee pot to church and then you set it in the back of the pew or coffee cup that you travel mug and you forgot it. And then you were able to get it next week when you went into church and then maybe say, you know, my adjustment's going to be, I'm going to go buy some disposable coffee cups, just like you can get at Mickey D's. And I'm going to use that when I go to church so that if I leave those there, it's not a big deal. And I have my favorite coffee mug when I go to work Monday through Friday, because that was really irritating. Typically, when we do this, if you go through this process, you'll find a lot of these things I'm talking about. You'll figure out some things, probably lots of things you didn't even know you had carried on you making sure we have a few of those extra items. Some of those extra items, like say that microfiber towel for your glasses may not be something you carry on your purse. You might throw it in your briefcase. You might be like, I'm just going to take it to work and leave it at work because that's where I'm always wiping my glasses off. Or maybe you say, I'm going to leave it in the car. Maybe you add it to a bag. You never know, but it's to look through and see what all those items are. Figure out where I'm going to put them to add them into them. Now, how does this play into the whole Gray Man concept? It really comes down to the stuff I keep saying in this show. One is... Making sure that I'm only carrying what I need and to the best of my ability, only having things If I lose them, even if they hurt me, it doesn't hurt me bad. So that if I lose my lanyard in the gym and can't find it and it has a credit card in there and it wasn't a prepaid one, it's one credit card. It's not my whole wallet with 400 bucks and six credit cards, for example. Another thing is about Privacy making it to where people don't know that much about me or as much as they think they can find out. So maybe you do choose to take a credit card for the smoothie bar, but you're like, I don't want to necessarily use my card all the time or having them know what my name is so they're too familiar with me. No problem. Go to a grocery store, get a prepaid credit card. Very simple. The other thing is about not drawing attention to ourselves. You know, if you're wearing, say... Let's say you get like a woman, she wears tight gym clothes, looks pretty good, going to the gym, working out and getting sweaty. She has a pocket in there, but she throws in that big-ass six-inch Samsung cell phone in the back. That sticks out and people notice it and you're drawing attention to yourself. You may not have an issue with that, but some people do and they don't want to do that. So you got to figure out what to do with that phone. It would be the same idea as if a guy did that, but he had his big fat wallet in there. These are the things people think about when they're living that lifestyle They just apply it way beyond this. They apply it to literally every single thing, just like I talk about the clothing we wear. Every single thing they do. And whether or not it's a situation where they definitely want to blend in or not, maybe they need to stand out for a few minutes in a conversation. But it's about having everything you need, but not too much. If something got damaged or lost, it doesn't hurt you too bad. Privacy above everything as much as possible and definitely not drawing attention to ourselves. And just as a reminder, because somebody's going to bring this back to clothing. Something to think about. Pretty much anything you can wear will blend in somewhere. Although it might be a very, very specific niche. But there's not really anything you can wear that will blend in everywhere. And that's just something to think about if that really matters to you. And the thing, it probably does. It's just there's a difference between somebody who thinks about that in every part of their life because that's how they choose to live. And somebody that says, like a lot of people... I need this, but only for a specific situation. No problem. You just make those adjustments where you need, just like you're adjusting what you're carrying every day or figuring out what you need to carry or figuring out where your go bags are. Check the links in the show notes if you're new. I'm going to throw the links into the previous two EDC podcasts I did, as well as the ones for the go bags if you haven't heard them and you're interested in them, figuring out what kind of stuff to wear, what kinds of tips to trips do people like me have about how we carry things or how we develop things. It's more about... Helping you think your way through this, to put it yourself, it's not me telling you, here's what you absolutely have to have because I don't know what you need. But you know, and i definitely sure and positive that you can figure it out for any little thing you're unsure of or you don't know. If you like this episode, don't forget to give us a like, share, heart, whatever your platform is using, and make sure you let people know you think will enjoy this material. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're at. And don't forget to check out the show notes and check out dmrpublication.com. And we will be back again shortly with more information right here on Grayman, Hiding in Plain Sight.